Chipmunks. Okay, I oh know it was just me. It was me, right? Um, welcome to PhD Dam, uh, the podcast for damned PhD students, those who wish to become damned PhD students, and the rest of you. I feel like a damned PhD student. So, <laughs> so damn. Yeah, thank me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What? Do, oh, okay. So, mental health check or topic? Um, <clears throat> your mental health check, yeah. Yeah, because Praga, you feel like a damn peachy student. Oh ago. no, I don't want to go first though. No, just do it. Yeah, <sighs> you know you love it, babe. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, a lot, a lot has happened um, since we recorded the last time, mm-hmm. and um, my week, because we we usually talk about the week, I guess, yeah. um, started at a very I don't know weird way um but um by the time it was thursday it's not too bad i um i'm not at my best but yesterday um we had an event mm-hmm. and i felt really i don't want to say i felt good but there was something that really affected me uh, there were things that were talked about um in the event about um community love healing trauma a lot of the things that we as people of color sort of experience and relate to so um i felt like yesterday was so good because it recentered me mm-hmm. and sort of brought me back to my purpose mm. um it sort of made me think about my phd and what am i doing and why am i here um and how i could transform my experiences of uh this phd and not let it affect me in a negative way right mm-hmm. and i know that um uh, we've had this conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but i i think you both to sort of relate to I don't know if you f- feel the same way but you I'm sure you relate to it um so yeah so uh, mentally I am um I'm not too bad actually I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine yeah <laughs> I think so I'm very exhausted yeah. very like my body just keep on saying that every episode like <sighs> how exhausted we are guys we are <laughs> tired We're like vampires I really <laughs> want to I really need a holiday I really mm-hmm. need to lie down and do nothing think nothing just like stop all thoughts and like i don't know just mm. like be vacant for a while <laughs> that's that's but, a good way to put it be vacant yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about you guys how are you yeah. i know but uh, i think my the event yesterday had a similar effect on me so it was really helpful i don't know like the day before yesterday I had a really really bad day Mm-hmm. It's mm. weird because I had a really good productive day and then after that it was like a really bad day mentally mm. and I was just home and I was like 
I cannot do anything. I just want to crawl into a ball and like not yeah. think about anything. And mm. I don't even know why that happened. It's not like something specific yeah. went on or anything. Yeah. So I had a really bad and down day. And then the event yesterday, I think, first of all, there was a lot of cool people. I had a lot of really nice conversations with other people. Yeah. And it was really inspiring in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope it will give me some energy to move on forward with my PhD. But let's see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was really cool because yeah. we yes. got to know that an electric kettle in um, Netherlands is called a water cooker. You know what? <laughs> yesterday was really cool, but not because of that. Like, guys, <laughs> oh, just like don't think was. that this is event okay, was all about Dutch language. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to ca- call an electric kettle a ke- kettle again because I'm going to call it water cooker and a potato, sure. an earth apple. So, shout out to Alexander. Yeah. Yes. Alexander. Alex. Alex. I didn't want to say Alex because there are so many Alexes. Mm. Uh, But shout out. Thank you for letting us know. Mm -hmm. Dutch trivia. Like, just another point. I was so mentally weird yesterday at this event, Mm -hmm. like, especially in the start of it, that I just literally started crying. Like, in the (laughs) event. And our friend Nick that you have met now was sitting next to me and just turned to me and was like, um, what are you okay like mm. <laughs> what is happening but yeah it's just to say that this type of things happen to, throughout your PhD experience so yeah. my day one day might be completely productive and amazing and you might feel really good about yourself mm. and then the next day you might just be like it's okay I cannot do anything today yeah. and that's okay and you should recognize that and just just accept it yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to force yourself sometimes just doesn't work you need to accept it and yeah. just like take mm-hmm. a break and move on forward after that yep but it's difficult to explain of those do you think so yeah explain it definitely what? is <coughs> because people ask why you are feeling like this is mm. there any reason but i think yeah a lot of the time there's no real external stimulus it's It's just mentally exhausting it's overstimulation there's so many different layers and you just have to think all day like when i was doing a job i had to think obviously Mm. and i had to do really hard and important things Mm. but it was not just 24 hours Mm, or or like all the time thinking about this one thing and about all its aspects and reading a million different things and just everything comes and layers up on top of you and then if anything small happens happens outside of it i think or even inside the phd mm. whatever with your family or at home or anything like that or just something completely insignificant then you just piles up and then you just yeah. can't deal with it anymore i think it's also that we set our own hours because um, <laughs> we, we don't, don't. <laughs> like when you have a job you don't set your own hours you go in at this time you leave at this time yeah. and that's that and don't get me wrong there are people who overthink work and stuff mm-hmm, yeah. but you have structure and we don't have that. Yeah. And I think that makes it worse because we have to provide our own. And yeah. I don't know if anybody does that effectively. No. I That's a, a good segue into our topic. But mm, I don't know, Marisa, if you want to say anything about oh, your mental health. She's about my mental health. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, she, she, was, she was really excited. Okay, to talk then, about then go on. Because I didn't even know what the episode was about. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm going to be the. Um, the Debbie Downer. So um, we're not downers. I think both of us were sort of downers. So <laughs> we're gonna be the Debbie gone to hella. So um, no, yes, right. So I started the week actually feeling quite positive about mm. my PhD because you know, oh, this is gonna segue into our topic. Mm-hmm. I had okay. a really good 
supervision and um like the previous month I was very confused about like my pe- like my literature review direction mm-hmm. and what I'm really even doing mm-hmm. and I felt having the supervision kind of always grounds me sometimes mm-hmm. and so I felt really good and then I started questioning like should I even be doing this when I was just thinking about it was thinking about money actually which mm-hmm. kind of ties to our last episode um and then I was like oh what is that and then things were just kind of annoying me about the PhD like you know the very small things that always annoy you about PhD but you just like like they're water off a duck's back and you just move on they were all kind of really pissing me off mm. and then like, hmm? like what like how like I'm just always around academic people. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and they yeah, always no, talk mm-hmm. about papers Fair. and citing Fair. them. And, this, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Fair. oh my God, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to like live a real life. <laughs> like, Fair. so I was just feeling that. And then we went to the event mm-hmm. and I feel like the event made, like exacerbated that for me personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I met really cool people and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the stuff that we did and like everything we learned. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking... It was through the cool people that mm-hmm. made me think, hmm, especially, um, right, before I go into that, I also had a research session today um, where I was a participant about being a black academic in, you know, a UK mm-hmm. institution um, and how that like ties into identity, which we talk about all the time. But when we were going through it, it was an object elicitation mm-hmm. one as well. And okay. I, I used another plant, but a different plant. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, when we were talking and going through it, I was realizing how paradoxical everything is in the PhD. Like we've spoken about this on the podcast, like with, um, we're in like a very colonial institution that, right. prob- that probably won't change. Mm-hmm. And like the Royal family. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a Republican. Anyway. Um, and, we're trying to do very anti-colonial work. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, you know, yeah. it's so, like, weird. Like, we're trying so we're, but we're trying to de-establish this sort of system, I guess, but also assimilate into it at the same mm-hmm. time. And I was thinking mm-hmm. everything is very paradoxical. And it was making me really question my PhD. And I was talking about, like, um, how much, even though I'm trying to do all this stuff, I'm inadvertently exploiting my participants in that right. sense because there's yeah. no way around there isn't yeah. doing that mm-hmm. and so i was like should i be doing this and so if we tie back to the event yesterday i was like you but there were some people who are doing this stuff but they're not doing it in the form of a phd they're not doing it in academia they're doing it in like like third sector and all of that and i was like okay, so they're still doing the same work and they're being a bit less exploitative with it. Mm, I don't mm. agree with that. You don't? Because no, I've seen the third sector exploit more or even as much as uh, education institutions. Um, and um, sometimes it's just like, because I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm glad that you're having these thoughts. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, don't think we can escape the structure we can't because it's society so i spoke about Mm -hmm. that too being Mm -hmm. in a colonial society and navigating Mm -hmm. that but Mm -hmm. i just feel like the difference between us and that third sector is the distance i think that we have to those communities even though we're part of these communities the academic side to me doesn't 
have like a really direct relationship with the community which is so odd i don't know i just i find it very i just find things very distant i think one of the good things about my phd is it gives me like a very out-of-body experience to be reflective about a lot of like the experiences i've Mm -hmm. had in my life Mm -hmm. but then at the same time i feel like i get that out-of-body experience because i've distanced myself from the Mm. the thing i'm looking at do you know what i mean and i just feel very so my mental health is very like "Mm, what am i doing should i be doing this Mm -hmm. i'm very questioning about everything right now but in a way that's why this events like the one that we had yesterday but by the way everyone this one's uh, an event on imagining otherwise Mm -hmm. that was uh, based in a community space here in sheffield and had a lot of uh, partners both from the university but also from uh, different community groups organizations uh, charities initiatives blah 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 Mm. Uh, all working towards racial justice yes and and it was from the what 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 is the place called social what inclusion what is the Uh, center Center for equity and inclusion exactly that so check that out they do cool events once in a while (laughs) um yes but i think that's why this type of events are really important Mm -hmm. and that's why this event was so successful in a way Mm -hmm. because it was first of all outside of the university it was in a space in the community Mm -hmm. run by people from the community the power was shifted somehow suddenly from the academics themselves there was a lot of academics but there was just people that just wanted to listen in and participate Mm -hmm. in the discussions and wasn't that way really refreshing and i think we are trying to do this shift and i completely understand what you're talking about i had even had this conversation yesterday with uh, akil is his name because we are from a similar field and he does something really similar that i do but like outside of the university yeah so we had this discussion he was asking what i want to do after and we Mm. were talking about that Basically, the university in academia gives you this sort of uh, resources and time to think about the things and to do research that maybe the third sector or other organizations, because how fast they need to move, yeah. you don't have the space and time to do things as you would like them, mm-hmm. as you'd like to do them. So uh, I don't think there is a good or a bad. That's, yeah, that's my problem. So that's mm-hmm. why I feel like I'm questioning everything. Yeah. So um, one of the questions they told me in the interview was like asked me sorry was um what like to describe what it is to be a black academic in Mm -hmm. like academia just in general and that's the only thing i think of just the confusion and the like paradox of being in an in a colonial space anti-colonially and trying to navigate that all Mm -hmm. the time and questioning Mm -hmm. everything you do that you're just like i could just not do this like Mm -hmm. like i i that's my week this week, basically. Mm-hmm. I feel very emotional. Yes, oh, me too. No. Should we move on to the topic and some of these things will come out? Please do not cry. Yeah. Please. No, we just, we <laughs> said like right before, I don't know, you might cut this out, but yeah. we were telling, saying with Pragya that we should do a, a mental health check whole episode and that probably mm-hmm. me and Pragya will both be crying <laughs> throughout it. And I was like, I don't really care. I can't cry on the podcast <laughs> if I need to. And Pragya was like, yeah, I'll cry too. Yeah. And Marisa will just be sitting and looking at us <laughs> in a corner. I'll be, I'll be uploading the episode. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's that. So that segues not so nicely into <laughs> our topic of the day, which is. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about supervisions. 
supervisors, supervisionaries. Super <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still not sure if we call our supervisors supervisionaries or yeah, what that I'm exactly means. Like, no, I'm, I mean, I, the I'm I'm just like plagiarizing at this moment because yeah. like that's from the uh, a form um, that ah, yeah, the that, form. that my mm-hmm. supervisor shared with me, and it's called supervisionaries, where we sort of like yeah, um, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. Um, but today, what we're talking about is uh, just in general experiences of PhD supervisions. And our uh, three of us, we have really cool uh, supervisors mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. really want to share how we met them, how we feel, what do we think about the relationship that we share with them mm-hmm. and how does it impact uh, just in general doing a PhD and beyond maybe, I don't know. Yes, it's how does it impact our PhD, like yeah. our research, but also our experiences and us as yeah. people yeah. because somehow your PhD supervisor becomes sort of your mentor throughout your studies right. because it's mm-hmm. someone that you have a very close relationship yeah. with for like over three years. Yeah. So you establish a sort of connection that is very different from supervisor to supervisor yeah. and from student to student. So that's right. what we are here to talk about Absolutely. today, I guess. So who wants to go first? What is the first segment? Okay, let's just talk about, maybe let's not name our supervisors. No, so I don't know yeah. if you want to do that. No, yeah, yeah. But let's talk yeah. about uh, how how we met them. I've named your supervisor. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. How we've met our supervisors, how we chose them to be our supervisors, mm-hmm. were we chosen by them or how did we end up here in Sheffield? Uh, is it because of them or mm. is it just it just happened to be? So, yeah, something like that. Sure. Okay, I'm going. Cause yeah, okay, just yeah. go. <laughs> um, I feel like I spoke about this on the podcast already. No? I Maybe. can't remember. Yeah, just um, summary. So, I met my podcast actually through my lecturer of my first master's. You said I met my podcast. <laughs> yes, you did. did. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> so, I met my supervisor. Uh-huh through my lecturer from my first master's um he basically sent me a tweet about um the scholarship that we're on mm-hmm. um talking about oh um so the tweet was from my supervisor talking about the scholarship okay um because she does that sometimes and um yeah i just dm'd her like hey babe but no i didn't do that <laughs> i was just like oh like i'm really interested and blah 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 um i have like a topic that i really want to talk about and she said she set up a google meets call and so it was just me and her first she kind of then thought of my second supervisor well she well my second supervisor is actually my first but you know what i mean she thought my other supervisor as like a good um other person yeah yeah, who also does this work Mm -hmm. um and that's when she was also telling me about her work and i thought oh it's like very aligned Mm -hmm. to work i've applied for um and they yeah so they really helped me with my application they also uh so i got right so i got i applied got onto it didn't get funding so then they also helped me with my next option which is to apply for a funded um what do you call it funded project whatever Mm -hmm. um and yeah so that's kind of how i met them and they're really nice that's cool what about you pragya um oh okay so i was studying in um india a long time back now like it was like 
four years back, five years back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing my master's back then. And um, there was this professor who taught us sociology of health and medicine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought another professor who was teaching in Sheffield back then in ah. sociological studies. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he talked about certain uh, topics which really interested me and I really wanted to work with him. Um, and then cut to 2019, 2020, when I really... I was really tired of working in the <laughs> development sector. I was I really wanted to go back to academia. Um and um so I sort of emailed him and I was just, just like I really want to uh work with you and then he was really excited but then by, by then he went uh, to Deakin in Australia and so I really wanted to uh, study in the UK and mm. not in Australia so he mm. was he then helped me get in contact with my second supervisor here um and then I had a chat with my second supervisor and then he f- uh told me that there's another person who's more suited to my PhD topic which is basically looking at health inequalities in South Asia or in mm. in a South Asian context and he introduced me to my primary supervisor and she her entire work has been mostly in maternal health inequalities in South Asia and mm. it couldn't have been more it was like a jigsaw like, puzzle yeah, yeah it was yeah, just like two like, pieces just mm-hmm. like coming together I love her so much. and uh yeah she's fantastic and um and that's how I that's how I met her uh one of the things that I still think about is that um, it's not a regret, but it's like I never took a chance of like I never applied anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I kind of regret that. <laughs> I don't regret it, but I don't know if I should regret it because I don't know whether I'd be happier somewhere else or like anything because I'm really like mm. with respect to supervision, I don't think I could have found someone better or suited mm. to my topic than my current supervisor mm. um and so um but then when i hear how people you know meet their supervisors or go into a call like a university or whatever mm-hmm. it's so much more expansive because they have like yeah. applied to 10 different places and then mm-hmm. met 10 different supervisors who work had in the same field had yeah. interviews yeah. and then picked one and then they picked them it was just it was none of that for me mm-hmm. it was just like i knew that I could do this work with her. She knew that she could help me with it. And we just like clicked so much. Maybe you're just lucky. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we're all three in that sense kind of lucky that this happened. That we found the right people to work with in a way. Yeah, like um, I kind of am like you and I, not regret, but maybe that's a very strong word. But like, I do think, oh, I wish I shopped around and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's nothing to do it's nothing to do with my supervisors themselves. No, I, it's I, yeah. yeah, I enjoy my supervisors and I think yeah. they they well they've helped me a lot yeah. with things. As I said, um when I do supervision I'm happy. But um Oh, sorry. Um but yeah, I just do wish I saw what was out there. Like I feel like I'm missing something. Right. Mm. Like I would at least like to be sure. Like, yes, 
this is what I But yeah. sometimes it's counterproductive. Yeah. It is. It will make you yeah. it, like, like your wedding dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> be like, oh my God, I love them all. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or the other way around. <laughs> they hate you all. Like, <laughs> they all hate you, sorry. <laughs> they hate you all. Uh, no, but like, imagine, I always imagine this way that if I apply to 10 places and then eight of them rejected me, oh, yeah. I had I have to go through eight rejections to know where I want to be. And that might not have been because, especially because when I was applying, I was in a very difficult life um, phase. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I had no, that was one of the biggest reasons why I couldn't mm-hmm. apply because I did not have the mental stability mm-hmm. to be able to handle rejection from universities or be you know have that capacity to apply you know sit down with applications yeah. it's so difficult mm-hmm. um even this one was so difficult i mean um shout out to my supervisors but mm-hmm. they we had a time difference i was in india and they were here and we used to sit down for like two hours and work on the application mm-hmm. and my proposal and they have put so much effort into like getting it together uh, for me, so I'm always going to be grateful. That's yeah. another yeah. thing, guys. Actually, um, reach out to your supervisor before you even apply. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. not. So it's like I think your supervisor is more important than the university Correct. itself. Yeah. yeah, of course, you have to be in a good university that has Correct. the right resources for you and the right mm-hmm. department Correct. and funding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if there is not a person in the academic staff mm-hmm. that you're sure that can support you and your mm-hmm. topic, but yeah. not even your topic, but has the right type of knowledge and background yeah. to to help you and to be there for you and to yeah. support you in in their own way, then it's not worth it to go to that university. Right. I think when you're a PhD student, your primary, like one of your primary people, uh, not just people, but the thing that affects if your experience will be positive or negative is Mm. your supervisor and your peers, but you never know about your peers. Uh, So your supervisor is really important. I think I had a bit of a a slightly different story because Mm -hmm. I came for a master's to the University of Sheffield. And actually I had that issue that you're talking about, like, I should have shopped around more for masters, mm. but it just happened that this masters here in Sheffield. I didn't even want to come to the UK, mm. but then I found this masters, <laughs> and I was like, it. "This is like one hundred and ten percent of what I want to do, mm. like in my masters." Mm. So it would be stupid to not do it. Right. And then I saw that my supervisor was in the university, mm. and I had already read her papers, and I have talked oh. about. Like, I knew who she was, right? Mm. So I was like, okay, that's a plus. It's like, uh, it's another thing on top that I like mm. about this master's. So I came here and she was my, uh, she was my lecturer in, in some courses. And I actually really disliked her, <laughs> which was that type of thing of meet your, I'm, I hope you're not are listening you, to oh this. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think so. But if you are, I Hopefully. really like you now. <laughs> 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 No, no, I'm I mean I, I like her now, but like in the start I did not like her and yeah. now I know why. Like I understand mm. what, what has happened. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh yeah, so I came and she was my, my tutor and then I, I as I said in the start I didn't really like her. It was a mm. meet your heroes and the, like your expectations will like die kind of situation. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. This Sorry. is a dose of honesty. I love you, it. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, if you're listening to this, we can't have a chat about it. Oh my <laughs> um, yeah, but then the point is that I got to know her throughout mm. the course. Mm. 
and we established a really good relationship. And I think she started understanding at some point that I'm really interested in this mm-hmm. and that I have I have the ability to talk about these things and to do research. She just saw how passionate I was about it. And then she even came and talked to me and asked me if I wanted to do a PhD or if if we wanted to write a paper together. We actually started but never finished that Mm -hmm. because I was doing it with another friend that she just basically didn't have any more time and it was kind of silly to do it without her. So we sort of stopped. Mm -hmm. But she was very supportive before she even knew that I wanted to do a PhD because I think she saw that in me that I really wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, yes, I want to do a PhD. And she again, as Pragya said and Marisa, she really helped me write my proposal and she's Mm -hmm. an extremely busy person. Mm -hmm. So the time that she gave for me, it was like, it was such a confidence boost Class. for myself because it was like, yeah. if this person, they don't even know if I will get this scholarship or be their student. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. They're not getting paid yeah. for this. Yeah. And they're giving so much yeah. of their time and their Absolutely. effort while they are so busy to help me. Yes. That means that they see something in me that I don't see right now. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah. thank you very much. Like it yeah. was like a huge help for me yeah. to move on forward. So I'm yeah. really, really appreciative. And my second supervisor, really nice. I mean, he's new in our department. Um, I love him. He's really okay. nice. Yeah. I have. A, he's also like my like. We also work together, so I'm a GTA for him in many mm-hmm. courses, and we've established this very like banter relationship between mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And and he's extremely smart and really thoughtful. And I think he gives me a, a really good perspective because my my pro, uh, my research has like a more global uh, perspective. Uh, and he's from Bangladesh, so he's helping me Whoa. a lot find um, <laughs> connections uh, in in South Asia that right. I couldn't have in different ways, yeah. etc. So uh, it's been quite good, I think. And yeah. uh, maybe we slide to, I don't know, supervisor styles and like the t- type of relationship that you have with your supervisors, right? I just I just had to add something to what yes. Laura said actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that um you know these people are so busy yeah. and uh-huh. tired and exhausted. Uh-huh. I mean they uh, And you I mean, we realize it as even more now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. Yeah. And that they give you that time mm-hmm. to when you're not a, a student but a prospective student. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean we all have uh, imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think acts like like mm-hmm. actions like those really like make me feel comforted. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I get my confidence back as a person because mm-hmm. academia tries to tell you that you're not, you're not worth enough. it. Yeah. yeah, you're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I, I I actually had this conversation with my supervisor, and I was just like, um, you know, I'm I'm so grateful and this and that. But then she was very good to also like point out the facts of it, which is basically she said that because we saw potential Mm -hmm. in you and we thought that you and your project is something that is important and we would want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. That's why we were there. It was not something like altruistic in that we are all that it's an act of kindness or something mm-hmm. like that because they don't have that kind of time. They mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. that. They're very tired, uh, exhausted. Um, so are we. And I Conclusion, don't know. we are brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's even like, it's no, more no. for you even though because you were co- in a completely different country mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So it even like, wow, they, like, they've, 
they literally across the pond we've got hours of difference between there's them. like millions of people time. that could yeah. do this but it's you that but should I, do this. i'd say that to them but they're like mm, that's not we're not just like kind people we're just like, <laughs> but uh, but you yeah. know what pragya i mm. think like if someone reads what you write yeah what? and if someone reads your writing oh, and, writes, like, and hears you talk about these topics and the way that you approach them and okay. the sort of sensitivity and care mm. that you have mm. in approaching these topics i think if i was a supervisor i'd give you my time too okay. writes so this, well this it's actually a turn on oh <laughs> yes it's so like oh this i would even read you an excerpt of her work but it's oh, weird yeah. um oh should we do okay, that can we just, <laughs> can we just <laughs> talk about anything else <laughs> yeah um, we love you okay thank you very much this was really good for my self-esteem but yeah, also very awkward so, like she writes um, so well, okay guys. next you should just write a book of nothing can we just okay I would okay. probably that that'll be my PhD a book of I mean, nothing. <laughs> I mean yeah, I don't know. I think your su- supervisors are really different in the way that they are. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know. My supervisor is a bit weird in the sense that like <laughs> Lara <laughs> I'm so you <laughs> like my 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 one problem is that sometimes Like I know that she likes me yes. and that she thinks that the work that I do is is good and important or whatever it is. Marissa is dying because she's <laughs> she's giving me her time and everything. But like like from her face. Oh my god. <laughs> and from the things that she says, like the way that she talks to me, I'm not always sure. Like it's just, but it's her style. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't I don't know how yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not the type of person that yeah. would tell you straightforward mm-hmm. like mm. this is shit or this yeah. is really good mm, like right. she's not that type of person mm. so for me it takes always some time to uh, just process mm. what she has told me yeah and then understand if that was a positive or a negative thing like <laughs> it just takes me some time mm. but I also appreciate that because she I think she has that sort of trust in me Yeah. That she'll right. just let me take my own direction and because I I'm sort of going in one direction that is going away from what she does. Yeah. Mm. And I see that she's putting effort and reading papers on topics mm. that are more closer to what I do while she's not exactly what she knows about. Mm-hmm. But she's taking the time and the effort to look for things. Yeah. So she can support me in her own way. Mm-hmm. So I just see her more as a person that knows a lot of things about the field, mm. that has like an immense amount of knowledge and has supervised so many students mm. and that she's like a like my support to move on forward and and like um see the direction that I want to take with my work. So mm-hmm. I like that she gives me this openness yeah. because I know other supervisors of other of our friends they are very restrictive on what they should and shouldn't do yeah. or what direction they should take because they see also their students research as an extension of their research in right. a way. Yeah. But like I like that I have this sort of just like Mm. take your own direction i'll be here to support you if you're like really yeah. going to the wrong direction i'll pull you in mm-hmm. but it's not like do this or do that mm. yeah i don't yeah. know yeah i'm like a different okay um not completely mm-hmm. just somewhat i i kind of like being spoon-fed not all the way though <laughs> yeah you just like <laughs> <laughs> no like um i don't know I like being set things. I think it's because when I think mm-hmm. of academia, I think of like assignments and stuff, and I'm still kind of, that's still in my head. So I remember like when we first started, like in September, I was so confused. Mm. 
like I, like, I don't know what to do. Like, what am I doing? Someone tell me what mm-hmm. to do, please. Like, I was very like that. So I love the creative. Um, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's the word. Well, it's freedom. Mm-hmm. I was looking for. Yes, same thing. Um, I love that, but I like being set. Like, I just love that they set me writing. I love that, like, they tell, like, they they know enough to tell me not necessarily what to do i don't know how to frame it but like to give me direction as to what to do i kind of think i need more of that (laughs) maybe (laughs) like not not in direction but i I think i i understand what you're saying because if i have a set not deadline but i think really a specific thing that i need to submit or to give them I'm specifically working towards that and I kind of focus myself. Okay, you're doing that. Don't think about 20 other things at the same time. Mm. So I think I need a bit more of that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really like that. I just need, I need that. If I didn't have it, I would literally just like, fuck knows what I'd be doing, honestly. <laughs> because I've been sitting thinking about the structure of my literature review for so long. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Same. but you have a structure, it's fine. Like, And I'm like, no, I, I don't know. I want to do this and I want to do that. And, I'm, and I just feel like they ground me because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like a bird who wants to fly away. And they're like <laughs> the falconry people who hold their hand out and I go like... <laughs> oh, that sounds so this cute. Is, yeah. like, I just imagine you as a bird flying on... <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name on her hand. <laughs> <laughs> on my supervisor's hand. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, like, don't you know the birds that just like the fly? Falcons, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pragya. Okay, so I love your relationship with your supervisor. Yes, I do. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, I, I just want to say that I am really, really privileged uh, to have both of my supervisors, but especially my primary supervisor. Um, first, I just want to say that I think they both have really good vibes, uh, in the sense I've, I've told this so many times, but like one of them is very critical and very like, um, not very critical in that, in a negative sense, but more like, you know, she would give me feedback for every single sentence and like Mm. also broad uh, feedback and just, just like really get into details. But then my secondary supervisor is more broader and he's more like he looks at how my project is progressing or not and how what is the future of this Mm -hmm. and how I could create a career out of looking at health inequalities Mm -hmm. and not just think about the PhD as the an output yeah yeah, like Mm -hmm. he keeps setting this thing he because i every time we have a supervision he sees that i'm absolutely having like a really bad time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then he keeps on saying that phd is just a training of you becoming a researcher Mm -hmm. and going on to doing research in very big scales and actually being able to see transformations mm-hmm. in society through policies mm-hmm. through um other sorts of things so i think i think their relationship with each other and how they mm-hmm. sort of feed back to me is one of the best things ever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it really keeps me grounded but also not so much that i would absolutely be disheartened or anything yeah, yeah like you still sense. keep your research your research yes. yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's really cool um 
Other than that, <laughs> with my primary supervisor, visionary. Oh <laughs> yes, um, <gasps> one of the things uh, we are really, um, we're really, we we see this as a relationship between each other. It's, no, like they basically date at this point. <laughs> I mean, no, but you stayed at her house. I did, I did, and uh, um, I, I wouldn't say date, but I would definitely <laughs> feel like she is of she's my family in Sheffield yeah. uh, and uh, if there's something that is really wrong in a like one of the things like my, still my bank statements go to her place um, and I'm trying <laughs> really? to change it <laughs> Yeah, just please. Just change your address. She's always like, "Yeah, it's okay. Why are you like? What? It's fine." You know, you go to your supervision meeting, and your supervisor turns up like with a stack of letters. Yeah, she does. (laughs) That's so weird. No, really. So funny. So me and Pragy went swimming lessons. Um, Uh Well, we went to our first lesson, and Pragy's card worked to go inside the thing. Yeah. Like to go into the leisure center, our mind didn't, and I was like, "Oh, so you've been doing sport before?" And she said, "Yeah, I went to a class here with my supervisor." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Yeah. What is this relationship? Like a, like a, a Zoom, Zumba class? Yeah. Uh, no, but, but I said I did. Like, so we." We were supposed to go, mm. and then I—I I think I owe uh, Goodwin uh, five pounds because I <laughs> booked that class it's and okay. I never went. But um, but yeah, no. So um, as a whole, I think. Um, but then we also like see it as a formal relationship too, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. where the uh, the sh- the sheet comes mm-hmm. up, I guess. The so one of the things um, I have been in contact with her even the last year, even though we, we were do- I was do- just doing my masters, um, and this year I formally started my PhD, and one of the first mm-hmm. things that she gave me was this uh, document of called supervisionaries <laughs> where we uh, where we basically fill that document by ourselves mm-hmm. and um not show each other it's like a multiple answer quiz yeah, yeah. yeah. for it's everyone like that doesn't scale mm-hmm. thing. yeah um, and then there are questions on so there are basic questions on like design of the project and um, ownership of knowledge and how the relationship between the supervisor and um, the student is um, and then writing and feedback and general development and all of these things are basically to ask how much involvement do we want do I want how much of their involvement do I want in my PhD? Or how much do mm-hmm. you expect or also? expect, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we sort of filled that form and discussed like, oh, if I'm going through something like mental health issues, should I be telling them or should I not? And I thought that these like questions were so central because mm-hmm. I'm usually going through mental health issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, just to be clear that there is these people who are not just interested in my project but also interested in me as a human being yeah mm-hmm. i think that but, is central but i think it's also good because you're establishing some boundaries oh, or yeah, you know yeah, each yeah, other's yeah. boundaries yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely so, so there might be cases like you or there might be cases of a student that does not want yeah. to yeah. have to disclose this sort of personal information with Correct. their supervisor yeah. and that's perfectly fine absolutely so yeah. the relationship that you build with your supervisor yeah. is up to you and only you yeah. and them it's a, it's a relationship so there is boundaries that yeah. you can establish but one must talk yeah. about it exactly yeah. that's what I mean yeah. so this is 
when I heard about this for the first time, I got so excited. Same. Because it's such a good way, and yeah. I think that it should be a thing that every supervisor is mm-hmm. the first thing that you do with your PhD student yeah. on your first meeting. Yeah. If I'm ever a person that supervises PhD yeah. students, I'm going to do that. <laughs> even even <laughs> outside of supervision, like yeah. just as an ECR, yeah. or like um, if you're, what do you call them, a PI, mm-hmm. or like a project, yeah. and you've got other people mm-hmm. in it, yeah. this would be Even a mentor, really yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. anything to yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. I sent yeah. it to my sister. Yeah. Really? She's managing someone okay. new for the first time. Mm-hmm. So um, I told her about it and just so she can see a template. Yeah. And obviously she'll mm-hmm. change the questions yes. based yeah. on... But I was like, it's just a good idea It in is general. a very good idea. I, I um, think like we should share it with everyone if absolutely. that's okay, you think? No, yeah. it, is a, it's, it is a template by, okay, given by template. the university or something like that. Really? Oh, so okay. I think that's what she's said. Okay, I, I don't know. I it should just be something that... That we should think about and talk with Absolutely. our supervisors. Yeah, we should like post it on Instagram, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you'll see it at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I was gonna say as well. Mm. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Um. So, how far do you like? We've spoken about how I guess our supervisors affect our experience, mm-hmm. but what do we think about us and how we affect Correct. the supervisor relationship? Mm-hmm. And I guess therefore our own experience. In Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just I'll give you time to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, so my relationship with my supervisor is very different from like practice, <laughs> in that it doesn't really transgress the personal so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I think a big part of that is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that they just want to tell me their business. They don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Um, I feel like I hold back a lot from my supervisors. I don't tell them everything I'm thinking and feeling um, when we have our meetings. It's very focused on the work I'm doing and mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. else. Like, I don't really tell them about me. Mm-hmm. Um, unless something happened, like, when I hurt my back, I had to tell them because like, I, I couldn't go and see them because I was in pain. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in general, like, we do have the, like, how are you, how's everything going sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I just always see them as I need to talk about my work. I need to get clarity on my work. I need to understand what they think Mm -hmm. about what I've done. And Mm -hmm. I don't really think about telling them about me Mm -hmm. and how I, I do, like I do through the work, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like I do tell them about me through the work, but um, like if I had real confusion with something or I just didn't know, don't know how to approach something, Mm -hmm. it's affecting the way I think about things. Like sure, I would tell them, but that too i never told them i worked like at all really no wow um i don't i just don't i'm just not that person yeah. i'm not a very yeah. open person yeah that makes sense yeah. so I that's like what to, we were saying it's okay yeah like yeah. i like to just keep myself to myself sometimes mm. sometimes i think uh, maybe i should tell them more mm. but i just don't mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like now we've kind of established We'll not establish our relationship. We're still only like a few months in, but yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, one of the things I think about this a lot actually, because I always think about my relationship, which is great, but I also don't want to give this um, impression that there is no power hi- power hierarchies mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that there is no power relationship, because there is. Uh, both of my supervisors are professors. Mm-hmm. They're pretty um i would say you know late career 
um, academics who have established yeah. themselves. And um, I, I do choose my words. I do. So it's not like <laughs> mm-hmm. I just can't go there and s- just be myself. I'm like, hey, bitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't be that. Especially like, especially during supervision within yeah. the institution or within that building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's very difficult for me to sit with either of them and be like, you know what, this happened, that happened. I've done that. Mm. But I think outside... Um, in other spaces where it's more casual and mm-hmm. I can have other sorts of conversations, right. but um, not within that building. And I don't know if it's the building <laughs> that puts in that pressure of like maintaining a, some sort of a performance as yeah. a PhD student and them as professors and that, that sort of like respect. But and don't you maintain some sort of performance with a lot of people in your life? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's like, in a, a, a way. Co- in a way, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just love you guys because when I'm with you, I can just like lay back. Yeah. And, yeah. and not like, um, I don't know, think about what I'm saying. Right. And that's like, I, I really, really value that in a very good friendship yeah, or right. in a relationship. Yeah. But that's not something that I have with most people. Yeah. 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 A- and that's just how it is. And right. you cannot do anything Absolutely. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, yeah. I'm going to change how I talk and Correct. how I act in front yeah. of people. Yes. Like, I wish I wouldn't. Yeah. But Honestly. like in, in the moment that we are, that's why I really, really respect people that just don't care about yeah. that yeah like and i really find it amazing but like i am not at that point oh, that's what i love about mac yes i mac. love that about mac mac yes McCall. yes he does oh, he's just him he's just oh, okay he just he doesn't give a true. shit that is true like i was yeah, talking with francesca cool I, I was talking <laughs> with francesca yesterday and we were saying that basically this unapologeticness that he yeah. has yeah is like daring. almost like a political action it is yeah it's it like is. Without, it is. Trying. without trying yeah. but it's a form of activism in my Shut head up. yeah because he just appears and he's just him yeah. and if you don't like him like go fuck yourself yeah. Yeah. don't listen to him yeah. right yeah. i wish i was like that but i'm not like that that is yeah. such a good example actually yes. for context guys mac is uh, just another student just another student <laughs> mac is another phd student in our department and, and a friend yeah and, i don't know him just, but yes and a friend. You will. Mm-hmm. and he's like he does really well he won an award for what like the best dissertation in our faculty yeah in the whole um, university yeah 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 i thought it was just our faculty the whole university something that it doesn't matter it was really level. big yes yeah um and he does really good work on racism in education mm-hmm. like super like yeah. it's so good anyway yeah enough about my call yeah. <laughs> but um yeah no yeah mm-hmm. uh putting up a show I, is like i wanted to a, actually yeah. add sorry before you go because mm-hmm. i know we haven't you haven't had your turn um the importance of space and i know mm-hmm. that's like your whole phd <laughs> mm-hmm. but the import space is so important to me even like in this room mm-hmm. yeah. we our conversation would be a lot different as well Absolutely. if we didn't have the mics on yeah, 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 yeah. or if we were sitting it. on a sofa yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, for yeah, me it's yeah. just not even the mic i don't give a shit about the mm-hmm. mic yeah i just want to be comfortable yeah. and, and like in a nice room that feels homey i don't know yeah. and like mm-hmm. my supervisors our meeting was completely online because mm. like i oh, met them yeah. during 2020 so like yeah. mm-hmm. it was had been completely online until september mm. so for two years i've been talking to them and i'd never seen their bodies <laughs> like i'd seen their heads and that's it and i feel like that is also part of why i have the distance i have with them. Mm-hmm. Right. um and i really love it when we have our meetings in the department mm. because 
I see them as whole people, right. not just physically whole people. And, yeah. Just yeah, like they are people. I feel like I can interact with more. Right. And um, well, you've seen how like my supervisor sits and she stares, and well, it sounds like she makes it sound weird, but no, it just makes it feel like we're having a conversation. And she's and a it, person. She's yeah. not just a supervisor. Or a, she's a person sitting. Right, they both like, yeah, I just, I like being in the room with them and Mm -hmm. actually hearing them speak and I just feel like Mm -hmm. it's more personable. Um, So I guess it's a different, um, I guess, interpretation of the department. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's the fact that the department does add a level of something to the the conversation, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think this is a weird thing, but like, I think this has to do a lot with how my relationship changed from when I met my supervisor Mm. towards later and from when I said that I didn't really like her in the start. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just keep saying that, but it it has a point because my supervisor is a really busy person, Mm. right? She is practicing outside of university. She has a practice. She does research there. She does like architecture work there. Mm, Then she does not live in the UK. So she travels to the UK all the time. Mm. So she comes like once a week with a train and then goes back to France. Mm. And... Everyone, like, people know her, you know. She's everywhere. She's doing a million things. Mm. She has master's students, like, that she's teaching. Mm. And then she has her PhD students. Mm. And there is plenty of us right now just because other stuff left and a lot of people transferred to her and everything. But there is this feeling, even if it's not with her, mm. but the PhD, her PhD students, we are a family oh. between us, is the most nice thing and i knew that before i became her phd student Mm. because i know some of these people from the department and from around and some of them are my close friends now so there is always this kind of in a way sisterhood or family that is around Mm. you that surrounds you and you know that she is the core of it Mm. she is the one that is always there to support us she is facilitating spaces where we can be together Mm. and talk about our research together and with her or maybe without her that's okay Mm. so she she has an amazing way to to create this environment where even if she's not part of it Mm. which many times she is and she of course influences us she lets us have this uh, open space of like imagining our own projects and mm-hmm. working with each other not in a formalized way mm. more of exchanging ideas and reading together and working together and That's also really being nice. together and supporting like us personally mm. and some of those people because they know my supervisor for a much longer time they have a different relationship with her mm. but i think because i just started my phd now and i mean i know her from before but we don't have that really familiar relationship yet but i really think it will happen and the way that i see her interact and everyone just has a lot of respect for her in Mm -hmm. a way because she's like our like matriarch (laughs) like (laughs) i'm not even joking it's like we are a family Mm -hmm. and it's a very close-knit family and everyone is there to support each other Mm -hmm. and i think that without these people i wouldn't be able to do my phd Mm -hmm. in a way that i'm doing it so it's i think it's it's about thinking this type of things too it's not just the relationship you have with your supervisor when you say you're a family because i don't have this like i know you've met like, no, Maggie, but you've met your other supervisor sisters. I don't know what you call them. Sisters. Um, <laughs> like, as in sisters of supervision. You know? Yeah. You have the same supervisor. Yeah. I've never met any oh, of my okay. supervisors. Okay. People, so I don't know. Yeah. No. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they're around. Maybe they work from home. I, I get it. But, um, 
I was gonna ask. So when you mm-hmm. say you're a family and stuff, like what mm-hmm. do you guys do that supports each other? Like what is it? But first of all, like a lot of us work in the same office, mm-hmm. like w- not in the same room, but we are in the same floor and we are close to each other and we'll ask questions to each other and stuff like that. So that's like the most basic thing. Uh, then also we have a research group that she has established right. for 20 years that all, all her past PhD students and their current PhD students. Mm-hmm. So it just spans generations of her PhD students because she has been here in the university for over 20 years. Right. So that's like a, a facilitated space where she sort of not makes us, but it's like this idea of you have this space and you there is like this events that we organize every year and you need to meet and you'll come together and do these things. But also there's this form of camaraderie yeah. that she'll be like, okay, you've never done your TNA before. Yeah. Uh, right? Okay. Like I don't care about that. She doesn't care about TNAs and all these like admin things. She knows they have it to be done. They have mm-hmm. their value. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't care about it that much. So the response will be, you know, Maria or Jacqueline or like Denise, they've done TNAs. They're like a year mm. or two ahead of you. They, yeah. I'll send you their TNAs and you look at them and then you'll talk with them. And there is this yeah. level of support that people, when I came in, mm. they knew that I'm coming in. So they, they, without her saying anything, they arranged a meeting. They talked to me about the main social research before I started. Right. They sent me like their feedback. They even sent me some of their submissions. Oh. And then when I started, ah, you'll have to do your DNA. You'll have to do this. You'll have to do that. So this is this form of like support, mm. like from generation to generation. Mm. And I know that when the new students will come, because we have this kind of thing established, that I'll be the one that will s- help them. Right. So it just moves on like a chain, right? That's really yeah, nice. and we are all like we are doing research that is somehow different, but we all have a lot of interconnections. Mm-hmm. So many times, like in the second, third year, there's people that write papers together, mm-hmm. and she like be the third author, the fourth author, right? Uh, oh. Just like to support or supervise the, how it's going out, like to give you feedback mm. or whatever, and like to write, and because if her name is there, it's easier to publish. Mm. Yeah. But she'll never put herself first. She'll yeah. just give you the space to, to create and to, to move on forward. And she'll just support you mm. from the sidelines. Mm. I like if that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. I actually, um, I mean, I obviously met my supervision sisters. I like oh. that. So we're okay. going to yes. that. <laughs> okay. The sisterhood uh, of super, like, I don't know, yeah. Them, but... I think one of the other things that my supervisor did was make me, like, introduce me to the community in Sheffield. Um, Because I'm a person of Mm colour. And one of the things that I still remember before I was here, she said um, that UK doesn't have enough sun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, She was just being, like, very honest about my experiences and Mm. uh she was just like um it doesn't have enough sun it can rain a lot it gets depressing and you have to think about these everyday things when you're coming from a hot tropical country to a country like this Mm -hmm. it's going to affect your mental health it's going to it might be difficult etc and um and one of the first things that she did was uh, when I was here, she um, realized that I was struggling to talk to people or be friends or meet people or, you know, it, it was it was mm-hmm. kind of difficult. And she would introduce me to people who are not from the university, right. but like 
just in the community, like, mm. or, or like people of color, but they're working in different departments of the university. So mm-hmm. because, um, because my PhD is sort of public health-ish and uh, my supervisor has worked in the Shah department before this. So I sort of know a few people from Shah too who, um, you know, and they're all people of colour. And then, so it was it was not just introducing other PhD students, but also like people from different mm-hmm. levels in the university and yeah. sort of like being like, okay, if you don't find community in me or you don't find family in me, you should find, you mm-hmm. can find family in them too. Yeah. And you can like reach out to them mm-hmm. if you're not being able to, because she's a white mm-hmm. woman. I, just I was going to ask, yeah. yeah, she's white, right? She's white. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so there was always this sort of like a thing that she would make sure that if I wasn't being able to communicate to her, that I could communicate to mm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I thought that was like one of the kindest things that she had mm. done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just to clarify, guys, Shah is the school of, what is it, health? Health and health-related research or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. And TNA is um, training, training needs <laughs> analysis. It's yeah, just a form that we have to fill out about oh, like, the so training bad. that we need to do for her. It takes it. so much of my I can't age. lie, I finished TNAs. mine. Really? Like, when I say finished, obviously it's a continuous document, so I haven't yeah. finished it. Yeah. But um, I finished it for now. I can't. I if just I, go oh. in every time I do something and put it same, on the TNA. Same, same. Yeah, but like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I actually do need to update it. Okay, yeah. I, but I've not done it like properly. I'm just I just put it. Mm. Have you done the this. DDP bit? No, oh, mm. bit, I can't though. do I can't do the admin DDP work. Bit? Yeah, you there is the... like a doctor development. Ah, yeah. not not DDP is personal development. Yeah, program, no, PDP. PDP. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that um yeah yeah. So I just wanted to ask about this power hierarchy. Yes, that you were talking about before. Like, I don't know, for me, I mean, yeah, obviously she's my supervisor and she's a professor. Mm-hmm. And I think in the PhD related things, uh, we have this sort of power hierarchy. But then in other moments when I work with her for other things, mm-hmm. I feel like she's the type of person, also my other supervisor does that too, that they take a step back mm-hmm. and they're like, I've done this before. Like, I know how to do this. I don't need to do this for my professional or personal development. Mm-hmm. So it's your thing to do. Mm, like, I don't know. So they, I think I like that. I can see that they recognize that I have the ability to do some things. Yeah. And they'll just step back and be like, okay, this is your thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here. I'll support you somehow. Mm-hmm. But like... I, I don't know. It, I, I like that I don't have that sort of power hierarchy where they're like, yeah, you need to do this. Mm. And also mm. my second supervisor taught me this thing the other day that I found really interesting. Mm. So we're talking about confirmation reviews. Okay. Uh, right. And he told me that um, as, as a person that goes to confirmation review as a, how do you call it? Like as like a panel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 as an examiner. Mm. When he sees a person and the way that they act and the, the way that they talk about their projects, mm-hmm. that when he's listening to them, he doesn't feel like this is a student and he's right. on top of him, but right. he sees them as a colleague. Right. That's the type of person that will pass. Yeah. Right. Im- not immediately, but they. It, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. With, like there's someone who's sure of their work, sort of, but to an extent, like they're, 
it's not just about being sure about your work, but mm-hmm. like I, I, I don't know. It's just this sort of relationship that you have. I mean, right. even as PhD students, if we're afraid of our supervisors, mm-hmm. or if we feel like uh, not afraid, but if we feel like they are higher, they know more than you. Y- yeah, th- that just hinders your. Yeah, but I don't I know. <laughs> no, but I feel like I can say that because I probably. I'm trying to debunk it, but I know so many people, especially from South Asia or Asia in general, mm-hmm. for them, hierarchy mm-hmm. is it, yes, a very everything. central part. But I wish wrong was here. Of, like, it's yeah. just, it's not, it's not even funny because, like, mm-hmm. um, it's not just between your PhD mm-hmm. supervisor and, and you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe this. I was talking to this, uh, about this to a friend the other day. Um, how, like, in India, we have like senior junior thing. Like, if you are in your undergrad yeah. and you're in your first year, you're the junior. And then if someone's uh, in the second year, you call them your senior. Mm-hmm. And then if if they're in the third year, they're the super seniors mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm. And once this happened, where um, so in India we say uh, out of respect, if someone's your senior, we say Didi to a to a woman who is senior than you. Mm-hmm. And this one time, I didn't call her Didi, and she went and complained to one of my professors that I didn't do, didn't call her by respect in mm-hmm. in like university premises, and uh, and then it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So hierarchy, even though I want to debunk it, um, it's like I, it's, it's yeah. so integral to who mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. For the longest time, I used to call my supervisors professor, mm-hmm. professor this, professor that. Um, and they had to drill it inside my head that, Pragya, just like, now yeah. I just call them S&P and that's it. Like, that's what I call them. But like, it took me so long to be able to come to terms with the fact that I can just, you know. You do that in like, basic interactions as well yeah now <laughs> now i do it all the time because i think now i'm cool <laughs> no i mean like as in i can see the hierarchy mentality oh, in like oh. your basic interaction really? really even like you know when you need to just move like you need to go past someone oh, i yeah, see like okay. you saying excuse me it's such oh like a God. big thing for you yeah because like you're like, like no like yeah. it's like i see just in the smallest of interactions yeah. you're like and oh then Marissa God, is like, yeah. don't don't help her. She will she will excuse herself. <laughs> don't, don't. No, because you're yeah. always like, can you do it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you have to learn. It's <laughs> a sisterly relationship. Like you're her older sister, and she's like, no, let her. She learn on her own. Oh like like yeah, Marissa no. tells me to not help yeah, her. Yeah. She's like, no, no, do, do not go and help her <laughs> because it makes her better. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But like, what doesn't kill you? Makes you better, yeah, <laughs> stronger, sure. stronger, yeah. Um, no, but I think so, for some people it might, it must be like very difficult mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. sort of, and it must be the other way around too. I think they also expect that people below them, whatever in mm-hmm. quotes, would respect them in that manner and yeah. have the but pi- I expect power. Everyone high. to no, no, have the, me. have the, of course. But, but do you think your supervisors expect that from you? No, 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 no. no. But like, bec- it is something that is internalized in ah, me. And you uh, and thinking that they would expect you to respect them in that yes. way. Yes. Ah, I get and it now. Okay. That's where the 
problem is. Yeah. <laughs> I but think I think so. also, like, it's good that they are enforcing some boundaries, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're not our best friends. That's they're not, true. like, we're not their colleagues. T- exactly. True. Like, there is, like, some sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm here to support you. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't see power hierarchies as individual conversations or individual uh, relationships either. It has to do with it. But I also think that it's the institution also making I mean, you definitely. feel that way. It's yeah. like the space, how mm. you're structured. You know, they 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 are, I don't want to say this, but like maybe they are have more knowledge and like they have more they publications. They have more knowledge. Yeah, yeah, they I have mean, that's more why publications. They are exactly, right? like, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, they, if we knew more than them, it would be weird. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes, no, but sometimes, th- this is something, <laughs> is so important. I feel like neither of my supervisors know a lot about caste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they make sure that they know, that, that they tell me mm-hmm. that they don't know about a lot about mm-hmm. caste. And I should feel free mm-hmm. to sort of take charge when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because of my lived experiences, but also because I have read and studied it for so many years. Yeah. And... Like, I think power hierarchies are going to stay, mm-hmm. but that acknowledgement of where I, I might not have enough knowledge and mm-hmm. that the student might have more knowledge on that, mm-hmm. that needs to be... Exactly. Yeah, like, th- they should be open to that. Yeah, I that's feel. exactly what I, yeah. I, I was trying to say before. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of my supervisors is like that. She doesn't know much about, yeah. um, like, my theoretical standpoint and... I guess some of the stuff once it gets a little bit more in depth about um, my topic, but like she knows about my topic in general, but um, there are some, some things Mm. that she's not too well versed on, but my Mm -hmm. other supervisor is. So then Mm -hmm. they kind of, do that sometimes they bounce off each other quite a lot i really enjoy that about them (laughs) but i think recognizing unknowability is really important like there's things that we don't know and it's okay that we don't know them we Mm -hmm. just recognize that i'm i'm not the expert on this you might know more than me i'll read you'll read we'll like meet each other and nobody can know everything exactly ridiculous i mean also people come (laughs) but people come with that expectation also i feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of students might come like oh my phd supervisor must know my master's student ask me things and they expect me to know and I just look at them I'm like, I'll check that and get back to you like I don't know everything yeah. yet I'm like a couple of years older than you I'm just trying here <laughs> and, no, but, but, but yeah I think it's I, I'm glad that we, all three of us have this sort of relationship yeah. and I think that thing that you said with the expectations and the things that come from your culture that you have is really important yeah. mm-hmm. and like trying to get past that like I have some colleagues in my department that are doing their PhDs mm. from China Mm. And they have a Chinese supervisor in my department. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, every time they are sitting in the office mm. and he walks by or he walks in the room, I can see them tense up. Oh, wow. Like, they, like, like, do they stand up? <laughs> no, they don't stand up, but but you can see them, like, right. uh, straighten yeah. up and, like, fix their screen so it looks like they're doing something important. Wow. And in like, India, we stand up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. And I know it's not their fault. They're just ingrained that exactly. this sort of thing. Yeah. And probably because he's from the same culture, yeah. he might have this sort of expectation Correct. as well. Correct. So it's just like really toxic. Like just looking at them, okay. I feel bad for them. Yeah. And the problem is that they don't recognize it. So if you tell them something about it, they're like, mm, I think it's okay. There's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they might, 
it's just like it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they can't take the initiative. The initiative has to be taken by the person. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's you know, a really problematic the, person, so I don't yeah. want to talk about him. But uh, yeah. I mean, he's c- clearly the person in power. Mm-hmm. But he com- wants to be in power, yeah, right? Yeah. No, but if someone has to change things, yes, it has it to be, be them. Yeah. It cannot be the student. It's, that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. That's like a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a to, strike. Or a change in supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else to say? Because we're like... <sighs> just so yeah. no, it's okay. Don't but this worry. is really <laughs> cathartic. It, it can be a little bit, little bit longer. We don't have to be under an hour. Yeah. Someone always, wants my aim is always to be under an hour. When Guys, if you like longer episodes just let us know yeah. so Melissa gets over it yeah I will never I'm you saw me keep time yesterday I'm yeah. very big on time but maybe it doesn't matter maybe maybe, maybe someone it. would just listen to us for four hours talking maybe there's time. no one in the world who would do that I'm sure there's people in the world okay. I'm sure Belle would listen to us for okay. four hours yeah probably because she's maybe in love with me you. that's why okay. is she okay. no <laughs> what <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not her type, she told me. Oh. Okay, interesting. I want to know what Belle's type is. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Hey, Belle, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't think we have anything more to say. Yeah. No, but we should say bye-bye. Love bye-bye. You. Love you. Yeah, thanks for listening to yeah. this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Again, communicate with us. You know, we're people. We like communication mm-hmm. online. Um, okay. So feel free to tweet us. Um, DM us. Uh, what's the other Instagram Keep DM us? To us? Email us, mm-hmm. especially if you want like a certain topic for us to talk about and things like that. Rate us on Spotify, please, because what? that Can would you do be that? nice. Yeah, and we have I no rating right now, and I'm like, I would like one. Should we give an incentive for people to give us ratings? Yeah, giveaways. Uh, will you guys call out anything? Because I would be so scared to be rated. Like uh, no, because I would like to know how I'm doing. Wait, what if people are like should we do that thing like the youtubers that you call out people's names oh yeah you get oh. shout outs yeah you can get shout outs oh. if that's something that you want um, the odds <laughs> what <yeah>. sure I guess <laughs> we will shout um, you out sure. I, I can't promise anything but sure. <laughs> we'll try yeah um, <laughs> wait do, do we have any ratings um, and thank you for Oh no, we did say thank you for 100. We're not even on 100 listeners. No, we're no, like, we're like 300 or 250 or yeah. something. I don't know. No, we're more than 250. Oh no, we're on 250. Yeah. yeah. I saw it. Okay, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Love you. Love Hope you. you like your supervisors. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Yes, I do like my supervisors. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>